2: Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
0: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin.
3: Happy Wednesday. Let's get our heads right on a Wednesday. Benham Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Such a uh, pleasure, honor, privilege to be here with you this morning for you. For you. If I could come through the radio right now and give each and every one of you a hug. Many of you, uh, I would also French kiss. Many of you, I wouldn't. And just tell you thank you for uh, being here every single day for this program. Uh, it was a pretty cool day yesterday. Got a nice little write up in Barrett Sports Media. And, uh, it was just awesome. It was the timing of it. Couldn't have been better. Uh, honestly and obviously. And it's just a testament to this audience. I wanted to start the show by thanking you guys. Number one, uh, out of the shoot because clearly without you, it would just be three j offs sitting around you know doing bits and having fun and and telling stories, but uh, you guys have have just completely, completely transformed everything in our wildest dreams. We never thought uh, these heights were reachable, and obviously they weren't without you. So I appreciate you very much. I am Woodsy. That is Paul Rindle, the great Paul Rindle. He is our executive producer. He is the imaging director of this uh, radio station as well. Good morning, Pauly. Good morning. Great and to I, see uh, you.
4: I just want to echo everything that you just said. Yeah. It was... Uh <laughs> I wouldn't say there was anything new to us, any new information in that story yeah. that came out yesterday. But seeing it in print, pretty cool. It's one thing and, to hear um, it from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, trust us. It's great. Yeah. We're doing really good.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. Don't worry about it. We're, we're doing. Trust fine. me, we're, we're fine. fine. You guys are the best. And um, we're great. And everything's fine.
4: No, it was really, really special. Woo. And um, yeah, man, I, I just I go back to the meetings that we had when this show started at the old station, and and goals that those managers had for us. Yes. Uh, if we achieved that, those numbers now, I'd, I'd quit. That would I would be, literally quit. I would probably be done with radio I mean, at that it's, point. We've, we've reached a height that I never even dreamed was possible. I didn't either,
3: and, and it's, couldn't do it without all the, the tier ones out there. Again, I, would, I will hug you. I'll French kiss you, many of you, uh, when I see you. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, here as well. Would you also like to echo my sentiments, or no? You don't Um, have to.
5: I do not want to French kiss everybody. I actually, to be honest, I'm probably not going to hug everybody either. I will give you a fist bump, bump. though. Will you Uh,
4: hug anybody that's not in this room?
5: Uh Rarely, no. I yeah. don't. I'm not a hugger. I'm not. i right. I've actually even the like the bro hug. I've awkward much with that. Better. I'm trying to get better. You're with it. A really you're a much better bro hugger. I don't now. like hugs.
3: No, yeah, I don't like hugs.
5: I, I don't dislike them. It's just not my natural go to move. I like I, my space. I was taught, you know, extend your hand, shake your hand, yeah. and I did it for so long that it's just the natural move. I will add a couple of clarifications. I don't disagree with anything you said. However, we are still three J offs just sitting around telling that's you true stories and laughing. We just happen to have a fantastic audience out there uh, that supports us, and we do thank you immensely for that. Uh, the other thing is, if you don't know what Barrett Sports Media is, don't worry about it. It's a kind of an inside trade publication that follows sports talk radio around the country. Uh, if you, it's a big deal for us. It's a big deal for us. It's yeah. not wait. Did I miss something out you there? You guys in Time Magazine? Yeah, yeah, no, we weren't no. in, you know. ESPN did not do a no. feature on us or anything like that. It's a just it's a trade publication. But for us it's it's like cool because the people who are in the industry it, will didn't reach out to you. Fol- <laughs> we'll follow that and, and we'll see that you're doing well. And, and so everyone wants to, everyone likes a little write up in whatever industry you're in. They probably have like a a trade publication out there that follows your business and they do a little write up on you. And you know it's not it doesn't make you famous, but it feels good that people well, who are in your business are recognizing success and good work that's being done. Did you guys send it to anyone? I did. Who'd you send it to? Send it to my mom.
3: I sent it to my mom and dad yeah. too.
4: Yeah, I sent it to my wife yep. and my mother-in-law. I sent it. To, <laughs> I
3: sent it to my um, my wife as well. My mom, my dad. Um, it's wild, you know. My, ben and I will be forty-nine years old this year. You still desperately seek the approval of your parents, and I sure hope my kids do. You know, when I get older, I sure hope they desperately seek my approval like I do my parents. If I make a birdie, I'm like texting my dad. I'm 48 years old. I'm like, just birdied three at Encinitas Ranch. He's like, "All right, man, cool. <laughs> You've got kids of your own and stuff. You have a house. You have cars. Like, it's just a, it's a weird thing. But uh, yeah, you always want your folks to be proud of you. Some people do it in spite of their folks. I think that's a, that's also a thing, and and I, I, I admire that as well. But uh, no, it was a really cool thing, and you know. But now, listen, turn the page and move on. And how do you stay there? Um, obviously, you guys, the audience, are what counts the most, and uh I just this year' one of my thing I didn't even tell you guys like my one of my resolutions this year was to be more of a um be more of a listener and a learner you know learn try to learn more this year instead of coming in and kinda waving the wand at people try to listen a little bit more try to learn a little bit more um, be more of a of a vessel to to learn stuff this this year and that's what's something i've been working on and um, i think it's you know i think that's good advice for anybody the, the more you can learn the better but i've just i've been on fire lately for like learning and and trying to get to the bottom of some things now don't don't worry i'm not i'm not doing my own research or anything like that i'm just saying like i'm just have kind of a thirst for maybe go back to junior college take some
5: classes no not nothing
3: like that per se just kind of more of a thirst for knowledge and really as it pertains to baseball you know i just want to learn a little bit more about things And, and in fact i'll tell you a story uh later on in the show i went to gabe kapler's website and i'd done this a while ago but there's an article now that he works for the marlins look you can love him. You can hate him. You can think whatever you want. You've done a you 180
5: want. on Gabe Kaplan? No, 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 okay. I haven't. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, 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 no,
3: no, no. I mean, I think he's
5: a cloud. Just the, look. the slight association no, 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 with no. Skip no, Schumacher no, no. has changed that's not everything it. about Gabe Kaplan. I promise issue. you. I promise
3: you that's not it. I would, I would tell you. I'd be like, well, if he's fine with Skip, he's fine with me. <laughs> the same company writes their checks, and all of a sudden, Woodsy's just like... <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I'm, oh, it, this God. is what I'm talking about, of like just learning a different perspective. So I went to his website last week or whatever.
4: Why were your pants off?
3: I read this story, this idea that he has. I think I've told you about it before, but I went back, I reread it, and I went, this guy is so weird, (laughs) but he also might be a genius. Like It's just the funniest thing. So I'm just trying to see, I think, Ben... As many different perspectives as I can. I'm trying to take it all in and uh, again, just be more of a, a a vessel for learning this year instead of a you know smart ass know it all. That's what I don't want to come off
5: That's of. good. I think uh, if you ever stop trying to learn, that's always a that's a bad sign. No doubt. You man. know, when you think we, you know everything we, you know, you can be eighty five years old and you there's still things out there to learn. No one ever knows everything, there's always new things. Ways to broaden your horizon. So I applaud you for your commitment to being open to learning in 2024. I'm, um, you know, I've been continuing my health and fitness journey after losing my weight and did my, um, I went to my trainer yesterday because it's Tuesday. I know everyone says I'm fancy, but just once a week, it keeps me, keeps me going and, you know, lift some weights and, and do some stretching and exercises. And we got talking about... My failures in the past. It's like kind of my therapy session for the week too. Makes we, sense that we talk just about anything. And I kind of relive. Remember, we had the topic wheel question last week. What was your least favorite class in school? Yeah, you said PE, and mine was PE, and made I me mean, so sad. We kind of got into that, and part of it was when did I was she hear growing, that? We yeah, we were talking about that, yeah. and was we had to do the presidential physical fitness challenge. Do You remember those? Did you have to do those growing up, Polly? Did you have those? <sighs> Uh, yes. Yes. It was so like a... There, I don't know that we... Call- there was push-ups, pull-ups, shuttle run, sit and reach. Do um, you guys ever have to do the pacer test? There we, 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 I think didn't... Run, ev- mile run. Didn't it was times mile.
3: Didn't every state
5: call it something different? Maybe they had a
3: different Ours name like for it. Ours was like physical... It was like a physical test or something. I do remember like having a to run the mile.
5: Award. Maybe
3: it was presidential. What What grade are we talking here? Seventh grade. Like, yeah, seventh yeah. Eighth grade. Okay. I, yeah. And,
5: and I remember the sheer terror because yeah, I. Wasn't, I do too, though. I wasn't like I could do team sports. I was I, baseball. I was yeah. good. We go out there play sports. I could hold my own. I wasn't picked last or anything. But when they actually tested, like how how good you were on those physical fitness challenges, I, I couldn't do one pull up.
3: I don't know that I still I can couldn't do run one. a
5: mile in under 10 minutes. I was slow and it was always embarrassing to be like graded on your athletic skills. The sit and reach, being short-armed, tall and not flexible. They'd have that box where you'd put your feet up and and then you'd see how far you, you could, could reach. Hit, yeah. And I couldn't I, could, I couldn't even reach where the box started where right. zero was. I was like in the in like the negatives below the zero where you know the it's like girls who are just grabbing the, you know, reaching yeah, the all the way side. across to the other side, <laughs> pulling it back. I'm going, I can't even touch the zero over at her the head start. and back. And it's, it was just, it was humiliating and it was a, a blow to my confidence. Bro, and that's why I always hated PE. And we talked about this yesterday. And I just, you, know, you have to kind of accept, and I've been working on it for years with her, and I'm still, I'm still not that flexible, I'm trying to get better, but there's, we all have some limitations as well.
3: Well, the funny thing is, is you're talking, how many years later? 35 yeah. years later? Still think about you it. You still think about it. You absolutely, there are things that happen to me in school that to this day, I still think about all the time. And... um it's traumatic. It's good lesson, you know, for parents out there too. It's like, hey man, try to limit the trauma at home and the damage that you do to your kids at home. They're gonna get enough in school. <laughs> like it's it's built into it. Um I'm I'm with you though, Betty. I wasn't like I was good at team sports and stuff too. I could sling the ball, I could catch, I could hit, you know, a little bit, but it when it came to running and when it came to um pull-ups I've had these weak, skinny arms my entire life. Life. My entire life. Couldn't do anything with them. Push-ups, I could do like eight, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it was just it was excruciating. Those days were hard for a lot of people. Now, we all had that one or two. Remember your buddy that was like he wrestled, he played soccer, couldn't wasn't good at football and baseball and basketball, though that you all got together and played on the weekends, but you put that MF on a chin-up bar and he's like 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, you're like. You bastard! He's like, this is my day to shine. You he guys play basketball
4: ca- in jeans. Yeah, yeah, but- <laughs> play basketball.
3: Can't shoot. Can't do anything. But like, you get him on a chin up bar. He's looking at you with one hand over his back, and you're like flipping. You How off do you do it? How do you do it? Like, and I wasn't a big guy either. I was just tall and skinny.
4: I still couldn't do it. Dude, listen to this. I found the audio. We had to do uh, in like fifth and sixth and seventh grade. We would have to do. It was called the pacer test. Yeah, and you'd go into the gym during PE. And you would line up on like the baseline. Sure. And you would hear a beep and you would everybody would run to the other side. And then after a little bit of time, it would beep again, you ran back. Sounds and like the, squid the, game. The beeps would Yeah. <laughs> and the beeps would continue to go quicker and quicker and quicker. And it basically went until no kids were left running. Like you just you That would, is torture. Dude, listen.
3: One mm. Squid run Game. Run, run to the other run side. Underway. Okay, you run to the other side. Oh, God. I hate right. this. And this. And this. Now you're on the other side.
4: I Now you run back. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I'm going to stop smoking res.
4: And it's really slow at first. It's a very light <laughs> jog. Oh, God. Again. And then it just it gets quicker and quicker and quicker. <laughs> and before you know it, you're sprinting. That's nightmare and fuel, and dude. People are like, I'm out. I got the cold sweats. And you <laughs> move off to the side. And then there's just, it ends up being one kid just keeps going and going and going. And you're like, what the
3: hell is this kid on?
5: You. Have failed the challenge, (laughs) Paul. You're just
4: over
3: there. (laughs) Man, listen. It's oh. it's so great. Like though. when the PE
4: teacher was like, "All right, next Tuesday it's the pacer test." You're like, Ch-ch-ch. Oh, you're <laughs> "No, like, I'm sick, no. dude. No, it sounds so traumatizing. It, really it was so awful." God. And you know the gym teachers were like, like, "Can we just do a? Can we just go back to square dancing?
3: <laughs> can we do the thing with the big flag in the middle? You all fold it and stuff.
4: That's really fun. How about the gymnastics with the big squishy landing pad, <laughs> dude?
3: It's so great. Like." Just twirl the batons. bows
4: in school, and
3: they're doing yoga and breathing. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, all that stuff can certainly – I mean, he loves sports, but, like, all that stuff's going to help him in his athletics, right? You learn how to breathe better. You learn how to focus better. It's great. Be flexible. Like, to learn how to actually stretch and touch your toes would be fantastic. Uh, As Paulie and I head out to fantasy camp – I'm gonna play one game and I'm gonna barely be able to walk. So, uh, man, you're right. That is that that was some really like,
4: traumatic stuff. But I, I'm glad she listens to you, Benny. <laughs> I hoop a couple times a week and I stretch good enough. Like I don't pull muscles, right? So I apparently I'm doing something somewhat right. <laughs> I've never been like crazy flexible. Like if I could go back and do yes, it all over start over again, again, I'd be. I would start stretching I'd a, and start I'd be stretching the right way. Yeah. and I I was always jealous of people that could just. Palms on the ground, touch their toes. <laughs> yeah. Palms on the ground.
5: She also said "Jukebox Hero" is her favorite song of all time. Oh, so good. She's now a big fan of our new Tuesday Open. What is her name again? Uh, Trish. Shout out Trish! Thank yeah. you so much for being here. The rest, right, let's you. let's take a time out. We'll come back. We'll set the menu for the show today. The only thing I can promise you is that this show is a crap today. On Ben and Woods. This, this, this is crap. a crap. This is a crap this today. This is a crap. On Ben and Woods. We'll set the menu, uh, tell you what to expect as we move on on Ben and Woods on a Wednesday morning. Thank you for joining us. Let's check traffic as we get rolling here on 97.3 The Fam. break with a little bit of format and kind of really start the show with an epic rant last night cuz I don't think many people have heard it if you it's went to bed you know before 10:30 and didn't see the post game of the uh, the Lakers Raptors game you missed an epic coach rant like one that's going to go down in the annals of great coach rants of all time,
3: yeah, you've got you've got they are who we thought they were, which was incredible. You got playoffs, playoff—that's right up there. Um, we let them off the hook. That's another brilliant one. This one is is right up there, man. I'm impressed and, with your recall of coach d- rants. Just—they're my favorite. You know, I Mike love Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. I'm a man. And I'm, I'm 40. forty. I don't give a rat's ass <laughs> about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the coach rant uh, is take my Take that for data. Fizz, yeah. take, take that, that for data. For data. Take Fiz that del. for
5: data. Yep. yep.
6: I don't
4: remember that one. He was, uh, was it
5: Memphis? Yeah, Memphis, uh, when he was coaching Memphis, David former Fisdale? U.S. Davis He David was like, Fisdale, yeah. all right, yeah. you want
4: to talk about numbers? <laughs> I got some numbers for you. Our guys drove to the paint and got fouled on only 3% of the time. Like yeah. He just take started spitting out fact after fact after fact. <laughs> like he's a free and he's like, freestyling. And then he basically dropped the mic. He goes, take that for data. That's fantastic. That's fantastic.
3: How did
5: I miss we that? We let him off the hook. We uh, let him off the hook. Uh, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Green it was amazing. We should do a whole segment on this. I think we should and bring all the audio back at some point. (laughs) But I think uh, Darko Ryakovich has a chance to join the Pantheon today after what he said last night. Now, if you don't know him, he's the coach of the Toronto Raptors. And they lost uh, a struggle with the Lakers last night, 132-131. And yes, the calls did not go their way. The Lakers um, definitely benefited from a few whistles down the stretch. And Darko was not happy about it. After the game, in his post-game press conference, he's going to get majorly fined oh by Adam Silver. Majorly fined he, for it. Yeah, well, he's insinuating, essentially, that the fix is yeah, in.
6: He's exactly. doing that bit. That's, that's, that's outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in a fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all-stars and all that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is an all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two free uh, throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that, that to me? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But That, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. Right. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding you back. It's a complete crap. Yes. All right. It's, so-
3: it's a
5: complete crap. It's my favorite. <laughs> it, it is a complete crap. I'm a Lakers fan and I know the Lakers get the benefit of whistles sometimes. Let's not go so far as to put Scotty Barnes on the level of like LeBron and A D in terms of the respect you get around the league. You know, from officials quite yet, Darko, but he's going to get fined big time for that insinuation. Like he said, why, if it's, if the predetermined the outcome, why do we even show up? It's we a just complete the loss. crap. Thank you. Keep that
3: forever. That is in the pantheon of a brilliant job. Oh man. Hey, how'd that segment go, guys? <laughs> it's a complete crap. We have jelly bean roulette later. How's that going to be?
6: It's a complete crap.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> You just keep shooting for the stars.
5: (laughs) It's a complete... Crap! My guess is this is the introduction for many casual basketball fans of Darko Ryakovich of He's the Toronto <laughs> Raptors. He's incredible. He will now live on forever for He's that in, rant. It's just incredible. One of the
3: all-timers,
4: man. All-timers. epic. It's so good. Uh, I think it's a very good uh, tone for today's
3: show. It would be me after every game. I, I, I'm amazed that they have the, the wherewithal to not just blast the officials or the umpires after every
5: single game uh, it's possible that uh san it's jose- a complete <laughs> crap san jose state's coach tim miles is feeling that way after uh last night's game with all the fouls called and Jaden Ledee getting to the line we'll talk about the aztecs a narrow victory oh over God. the spartans last night it was a stressful game for the red and black on the road their road opener in the mountain west we'll get into that coming up and uh if you did not stay up for it it was tense all the way through this was never it wasn't like the UNLV game where yeah they made a couple of runs but you never felt like they were getting back into it. This one was in doubt the entire time. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of baseball. ESPN just came out with their Sunday night schedule. It is, as you'd imagine, Dodgers heavy. Padres do make an appearance, though. We'll get to that. Talk it's about a complete crap. <laughs> you knew that was going to happen, though. I mean, it's, yeah. are going to show the Dodgers an insane amount this year. You'd be a moron not to. Also, a uh, another uh, Japanese free agent looks like he is uh, very close to signing a deal with the Chicago Cubs. Get to that in the 7 o'clock hour as well as take on Woods. Don't do this. Jelly bean roulette, huh? I don't know how we're going to do it. I okay. just know that we're going to do it. <laughs> we'll explain that in our 7 o'clock hour at around 7.30. Uh, and we'll get to the rest of it as we go. Uh, we got tickets to give away. UCSD Long Beach. Another chance at a uh, prize trip to Las Vegas in Take-On Woods should be a... Well, if it's not... You know what it's going to be. It's a complete crap. We'll be back. Ben and Woods talking some Aztecs last night on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fam. Don't forget, everybody, next week, the Ben and Woods show hits the road. Uh Polly Woods and I will be in Peoria, Arizona, for Padres Fantasy Camp 2024. First time we've all gone out together. And while there are sometimes some of the current players out there, really the opportunity here is to get some of the alums on get some stories from the uh you know padres of the past who will be the camp counselors and coaches for the fantasy campers who are going out for that experience and i definitely invite everybody uh, who is a padres fan you're going to want to tune in and relive some of the glory days you get to, i there's every time you guys go there's always a story i've never heard before oh, yeah, that man. comes out during that week we, because everyone's casual and loose and it's a lot of fun
3: we got in 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 so far in my 48 years at at fantasy camp is where we got my favorite baseball story of all time, bar none. Oh, yeah. And it was Andy Ashby, and I'll I'll tell it again, and you're probably going to hear it next week. But Andy Ashby and the boys, they're all out playing a spring training game in '98, maybe '99, and some dude in the crowd who's uh, he's a bigger fella, bigger fella, and uh, he's sitting up in the crowd, and he is mercilessly taunting. Ken Caminetti, of all people, I probably the last guy I would have gone after, if I'm being if I'm being completely honest with you guys. That's the last guy I would want to ruffle his feathers. But some
5: fans feel though they're completely immune yeah, they're, because they're, they're up there yep. <laughs> and the players are down there like, like it's a zoo and you can't yeah, you can't you get can't out of get their get cage. Me. Yeah.
3: And this guy is wearing Caminetti out. And Cammy is going up to the dugout and looking over and staring at the guy. That would have made me stop right there, right? Finally, he gets his couple ABs, and he goes up to Boach, and he says, I'm done. Boach says, what? He goes, I'm done. I'm out. Put somebody else in. And he goes, all right. Goes back to the, the clubhouse, showers, changes in the street clothes. Ashby, Hoffey, they're all sitting in the dugout. They look up, and Ken Caminiti is walking up the steps and goes and sits down next to this large uh, fellow. The row behind him. The row behind him. Right behind and him. And just sits <laughs> behind him. <laughs> and doesn't say one... Word, and they're like, "Oh my God, he's he's gonna rip this guy's head off. He's gonna he's gonna kill this guy." So, Astrid and Avi, run up through the clubhouse, run all the way around down the stairs to sit next to Cammy. like running past the lemonade stand yeah, in uniform, I think. And they're like, "All right, bro, we have to be there because left to." And he said, "The guy didn't move. He just sat like a stone." <laughs> Like, like he just didn't move for the whole rest of the time.
5: Like a deer in headlights. Like if I don't move, maybe he if won't I see me. If I don't move, he can't hit me if I don't say something.
3: If I say something, he can punch me in the back of the head. But I, I effed around, and now I'm about to find out. And I heard that story, and I went, he's just like me. He's just like they're not you know they're not immune to getting their feelings hurt as well ken Caminiti, is just the goat biggest hard ass of all time and you get stories like that out there now we got different different voices uh, out there this year as yeah, well i got the list give me the list uh, so Bart.
4: this year uh, is the 40th and 4 team and they're going to pay respects to that at fantasy camp And so part of the alumni, we're going to have the same, the usual suspects, Andy Ashby, Heath Bell, Arky Sinfrako, Mark Grant, Carlos Hernandez, Mark Loretta, Trevor Hoffman, Jake Peavy Jones. James is the commissioner. He's out there in uniform, just cussing everybody out. It's amazing. And then from the 84 team, they have uh, Dave Javecki, Tim Flannery, Terry Kennedy, Gary Templeton, and... (laughs) Greg Nettles.
3: Greg Nettles is going to be cool, and Flannery is going to be great. Flannery is a master storyteller. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, sitting down with Flann and jamming a little guitar. Uh hey, bring the Terminator. I'm not bringing the Terminator, <laughs> damn it. But I'll bring my acoustic, and maybe we can do a little on-air jam
5: sesh. And my guess is that uh, Fantasy Camp won't be the last time you hear about the 40th anniversary of the 1984 <laughs> Padres team. I, I bet during the course of the season they'll find a way to bring it up once or twice. A week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Depending just, on how well the season's going, the correct. worse the team is on the field, the more you'll hear about the 84 Padres, the better the team is on the field, the less you'll probably need to hear. About the 84 Padres this year. The 84 bobblehead said. The water is warm, guys. Just
3: jump in and just, just embrace it. Embrace it this year.
4: And we're going to be doing some fun stuff next week on our YouTube channel. Yep. We're going to have some member streams. We're going to have some public live public streams, streams. Yeah, uh, We're going to try to mic Woodsy up for for a game or yeah. at least a couple innings. An inning or so. We'll go maybe go live during a game if we can set it up out there on field one or two and have Ben do play-by-play during yeah. one of our games. <laughs> I hey, you always wanted here. to
3: do play-by-play. Here's your chance. Or, or you, you <laughs> want to get back to it, this is your chance to do it. Um,
5: I'm sure
4: Tom Seidler will get you a roster sheet and everything. I'll enjoy
5: myself. I, I like calling a game. That's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, so I went last night from cheering for the Aztecs to cover, because I said I think they can cover the 10-and-a-half on the, the road. Money, by the way to uh, just hoping they survive at San Jose State. We'll get into last night's barn burner in NoCal right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. So let me ask you, what did you guys see? What did you not see last night? Because the tip didn't it even start until about 8.10 to (laughs) 8.15, as I expected. Five minutes for Woods.
4: Uh, I made it to halftime.
5: Halftime. All right, it was (laughs) a one-point game at halftime. Aztecs led by as many as eight in the first half. That was his... That was as far apart as the two teams ever got the entire game. San Jose State then uh, hit like three threes in a row. And after that, it was essentially a one-possession game the entire second half with very few times that the Aztecs went up by more than like three points. And it was tense the, the entire game. And I think there's a couple of different ways you can look at it. Um, you can say the Aztecs maybe were a little flat. You know, on the road, not playing in front of a big crowd, that they didn't have their their best stuff in that game last night. I I tend to give more credit to San Jose State for a team that ran a a pretty fast offense. The their ball handlers were just they kept just running kind of around the top of the key in circles, you know, around and around until they finally would drive and either, you know, go for the layup or they kick it out to a good three point shooting unit and they started getting hot and hitting some threes and I don't know what team wouldn't have had some trouble with San Jose State the way they were playing last night. It is hard to win on the road in the Mountain West. Every other road team last night, there were five games in the Mountain West, they all lost, including New Mexico and 17th-ranked Colorado State, uh, lost to Boise State on the road. It is hard to win road games, even at San Jose State. And the Aztecs were pushed all the way to the limit last night. In the end, it was tied at 74 Jane Ledee, who had another monster game with 31 points and 10 rebounds, second 30-10 game of the season. Only two players in college basketball have done that this year. He and Hunter Dickinson of Kansas, but it was an assist. Found Jay Powell on the uh, on the wing for three to break the tie. Aztecs then never trailed again. But it wasn't over. Came all the way down to the final seconds. Aztecs up by two. San Jose State with the ball. They run a, a great play. To, they're, they're looking for overtime. Easy layup. It looks like they have to tie the game. Wide open underneath, and J-PAL comes oh. out of nowhere. I mean, nowhere to block the shot. When, once the pass was in, I was going, is there any time left for the Aztecs? This one is tied, obviously. There's no chance anyone could stop it. And all of a sudden, the ball is blocked. And I'm going, where did he come from? There's no way you could have gotten to that ball. And the Aztecs held on, made a free throw won it 81-78 to last night to win their seventh in a row and improve to 3-0 in the Mountain West. Ten
3: seconds left. Cardenas waiting for
5: a screen. Stopping, starting.
3: Anderson alone. Shot blocked. Hal got it. Butler's fouled. 2.4 left.
5: You heard Rich Waltz saying, Anderson, alone. And why alone. Standing there by himself. Like, not, not near the basket. Under it. Literally under the basket like you're in a layup line by yourself. Yeah. And then Jay Powell's just there somehow uh, to block it and save the game and <laughs> save the win uh, for San Diego State. In what was a really good, good college basketball game on both sides. I... Reese Waters still isn't quite Reese Waters. I think he had seven points after having four the game before and then injuring his ankle the previous game and having zero. So you're not getting quite what you are. But, you know, defensively to score 78, 41 in the first half, 37 in the second half on San Diego State, you got to be doing something right. And San Jose State did something right last night. In fact, Aztecs probably lose that game. And I'm going to call out San Jose State's lack of a crowd. If they had a better, like student section and fans in there that were making noise and giving their team a little more energy. My guess is that that they find a way to win that game, but their little tiny gym, which was probably about sixty percent Aztecs fans anyway, I saw some pictures. Didn't give uh, them that much of rough. a home court yeah. advantage, and I think that mm-hmm. hurt them. I because when the Aztecs go to the pit on Saturday, it ain't going to be like that. It's right. going to be sixteen thousand New Mexico fans screaming at them the entire game. So. Every single road game in the Mountain West is going to be tough this year. Just they're all going to be tough, and anytime you get a win, you can even if it you didn't cover, even if it wasn't pretty, it's a dub. dude. I think it's it's a dub, and that's you. That's what you take away from the game if you're Brian Dutcher. So
3: yeah, I, I know that you had mentioned when you came in, you know the the that they wrote in the UTI. they looked a little distracted, a little bit flat. Did You see any of that last night, or do you just see just see a, a, another I did, I mean, team play well? I
5: think they only turned the ball over what eight. Eight, Eight times, times the entire game. I and mean, It wasn't a, a sloppy game, but San Jose State came in known for having very few turnovers, and the Aztecs didn't get their normal amount of steals that turned into easy baskets like they usually do. So you got to
3: have wins like this. You know what I mean? That's You're going to have wins like this. You're going to have games like that. Uh, most important
5: thing, you came out with a dub. Easy. Um, so I, I didn't necessarily see it that way. Um, you know, I, I thought the effort was there. They were certainly. I mean, Ladie was certainly working so hard underneath. He just stud. Dude. He drew on his own fifteen fouls. <laughs> Because San Jose State literally had no one who could slow him down, and they knew if they didn't foul him, he was basically going to get a layup if he got the ball underneath. Still so,
4: dropped 31.
5: And he made, I think he had 19 free-throw attempts, made 15 of them, and scored 31 points. But to draw 15 fouls, get everybody essentially into foul trouble on the other team, of the 23 fouls that San Jose State committed, they used 15 of them on Jaden Ladee. Himself, and it's becoming pretty clear. I just saw like a Player of the Year watch list yesterday, and it was Zach Eady of Purdue. They lost yesterday, by the way, and then Jaden Ladie was number two. It's pretty sick. And and if he's not Player of the Year, he's certainly looking to be, you know, first team All American. Possibly he is having a sensational college basketball season. And it was a wild night. I mean, Purdue lost. Houston, the only undefeated team left, they lost. Number two and number one lost on the same (laughs) night last night. Any team on the road in college basketball, you're always right for an upset. So The broadcasters were hyping up Ladie uh, a ton
4: yeah. early in the game when I was watching now, Rich yeah. Waltz
5: and Dan Dickow.
4: Dan Dickow, yep. And then they were just saying like he was on this championship contender team last year, but he was just a role player. And he really, I mean, you know, with. The Keisha Johnson leaving, entering the transfer portal and all that, he really took it upon himself, Ladie did, to train and work his ass off all off season to become not just a guy, but the guy.
5: He's a unit. And he is he's unbelievable. A unit. It's, a, it's a good point you make, Paulie, because I think the fan and a lot of us, including me at one point, goes, Boy, Keisha Johnson had stayed and, and he's doing pretty well for Arizona, who's, you know, top top fifteen team, yep. top ten team. You wondered, how good could this Aztecs team have been? But at the same time, if Keyshaud Johnson was still here, would Jaden Ladee be Jaden Ladee? You need to get touches. The Aztecs are actually working their offense through, through Jaden yeah. Ladee, which you, don't, you haven't seen a lot on Steve Fisher, Brian Dutcher, coach teams. They've had star players, but not necessarily post-guys. I mean, so why? Guys where they work it you know, inside to a guy who then just goes and tries to either dunk or get fouled or have a layup. It's been a while since we've seen... those big guys
4: have always been the defensive specialist. Yeah, they've been the
5: defensive specialist, and and Ladie is more of an offensive specialist. Honestly, he might be their worst defensive player (laughs) on the court out there, but he is their guy now on offense. When they need a basket, they're looking to get the ball to him inside. The other team is looking to double-team him, deny entry, doing anything they can. He drew a bunch of fouls, like, without even touching the ball, like, just... Because they were trying so hard to keep him from getting a pass. They fouled him on the floor a number of times in those situations. (laughs) So he's making life really difficult on every single opponent. And not just against San Jose State. He did this against Washington. Had that 34-17 game against a team filled with like seven footers. He can go up against anybody in college basketball right now. And he's been a pleasure a joy to watch as, as an Aztecs fan this season.
3: Yeah, they, uh, it's a big one on Saturday, right? Huge, huge
5: yeah. game. It, it is, although I would consider this an opportunity rather than a, a potential landmine. Yes, the Aztecs can lose it, but it's not a horrible loss. You go to a, a three loss New Mexico team at the pit. I think this is an opportunity to get a, a possible quad one road win. And New Mexico lost at UNLV last night. So Aztecs dominated UNLV. They're not a bad team. They went and beat New Mexico last night, but that, of course, was in Las Vegas. It is very hard to win on the road in the Mountain West. And it'll be an 11 a.m. tip, which is obviously for, uh, you know, college kids. How are they going to react? How are San Diego State's players going to react? New Mexico players going to react to that early? It's another national TV game. Like, CBS nationally the whole country is going to be watching the Aztecs again so you, they're going to want to put their best foot forward obviously uh, but I'm going to give them just credit and say hey you got that win you may not have covered you may people may have expected you to win by more but uh, J Powell, 10 points, 9 rebounds, two blocks including that game saver. Lamont Butler had 16, Micah Parrish had 13. That's that's a good win for San Diego State despite what the the metrics of San Jose State quad 3 game might say, I still think that was a pretty good win for the Aztecs. Yeah,
4: one more note. You know, we were just talking about Ladie and how he stepped up over the offseason, kind of a role player last year. Now he's transitioned into being the guy. We've talked about it a ton in the past with San Diego State basketball, whether it was Steve Fisher or Brian Dutcher. They recruit certain types of athletes, certain types of players. You're going to play defense. That's not a fun thing to do. It's not a fun thing to practice. It's miserable. You're getting down. Your body is sore when you're doing practice uh, for defense. Th- those are the types of players that they go out and get. I also love that they get team-first guys. They've had star players, but not superstar ego athletes. And I was thinking about rare, it yesterday. It's, yeah, very rare. it's very rare. And, and it has worked, obviously. They are a perennial contender yeah. tournament team every single year. It obviously is working, and I thought about it with Darian Trammell, who transferred in here last year and kind of took everybody by storm, especially early on. I believe he was starting most games. He's rarely starting at all now. He's coming off the bench, and it doesn't seem to affect him at all. I'm sure he's bummed about it. I'm sure he wishes he was starting, but he's not letting it affect his game at all. I, I, I saw, think that's important.
5: Yeah, it's a good point. I saw the story this week. Uh, Mikey Williams, who is the yeah. uh the... He went to Memphis, the local star, San Ysidro High School, top recruit, five-star, but facing those gun charges yeah. and was suspended. He entered the transfer portal, and some people are going, well, I mean, the Aztecs might be able to get him back. They didn't even recruit him the first time, because not because he's not a good player, and, and I don't know him. I'm not saying that he's, a, he's a, bad a bad guy, guy but, yeah. but I don't think they thought he fit the mentality of what they were looking for. San Diego State, Dutcher, they recruit a specific type of player, Jim Rat. Defense first. It's just, it's got to be. And they stick to their culture. They stick to their plan. And it works for them. And a lot of coaches will go, Hey, this guy's five star. He wants to come here. And San Diego State will essentially go, yeah. Ever had a had one and done? I think, remember two. Evan Burns, and, and he never even got really onto the floor much. I mean, that was like their biggest recruit of all time. Yeah, And he never even got to play because he didn't really fit McDaniels, the mold. McDaniels,
4: Winston Shepard, those they guys all played stay. two A lot of them redshirt. Years. Yeah,
5: McDaniels played two years after redshirting for go after one, the one and done before going superstars. to the NBA. They do not. It's their it's their culture. And by the way, also, credit to the amount of work that goes in. And the uh, CBS Sports guys made the point. Finding a guy like J. Powell in the transfer portal, bro. it's it's easy to see the guys who are on national TV and, oh, I saw him play and saw him in the tournament. Guy played for Campbell, you know, and it's like in the Big South. Where is San Diego State finding out about these guys? That's the network. That's the work that these coaches put in all the time looking for the next potential Aztec. Defensive players of the year, transfer, this guy fits our system. Found him in... Bleas Creek, North Carolina, playing for the Campbell Camels. Sounds made up, dude. Campbell Camels, Campbell Camels. Made up. I think. And J Pal is now a uh, an an immense off the bench presence for San Diego State, doing great things. You presented that so well, Benjamin. All right, uh, we will talk some baseball. The Sunday night baseball schedule is out. It does include your San Diego Padres in the first month of the season. It includes more Dodgers, as you'd probably expect. We'll play Take on Woods as well, coming up next year on 97.3 The Fan.
7: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.